are live. JW Megaway Show. I am your host, the Candyman. And today, you're in for a special comedic treat. And we got some really exciting um, artists coming through Tiki Desk this week. It's exciting. So, I don't know who is uh, who's lonely out there right now. Um, but uh, we got a lot of we got an exciting hour ahead of us. Um, there is a, a, s- a band we have uh, coming through uh, Tiki Desk this week called uh, Mr. Andrews. So Mr. Andrew and the Lucys are going to be coming by, and this song is called "When I Get Lonely." So all those folks out there feeling kind of lonely, um, this is one of my personal favorite songs. And so here we are. Um, we got Mr. Andrew. Uh, Live here, meeting radio.fm. Mr. Andrew is going to be on Tiki Desk. We're going to be streaming that one at 2 o'clock on Sunday. Uh, he's going to have two special artists or guests. Um, yeah, so it's going to be um, mis- it's going to be Mr. Andrew, Sarah Jane, and Sean Valentine. Uh, so we're going to be doing a little rooftop Tiki Desk. Uh, also, um, we're going to be kicking it off with the Lucys here, a little local uh, rock and roll band. And um, they have a new single out called Honey. Um I'm excited to uh, to hear that song live. Actually, did think I heard it live uh, at Mercury Cafe before the whole lockdown. But excited to uh, to hear this on the uh, on the roof deck. That's going to be fun. So we'll be streaming that on a Mutiny um, Instagram. Yeah, so that'll be fun. This is the Lucys, and this is their latest single, Honey. Roll it, baby. They got the look. That'll make you sell your soul Live so high I'm starting to feel cold Do what 
That is Lucy's here, uh, Muni Radio. Very exciting. Um, and uh, on Tiki Desk, so if you tune in for that, that's gonna be um, that's gonna be really fun. I can't wait. Yeah, this is gonna be the first time we've hosted two bands. We got this all set up, freaking people ten feet apart. It's um, yeah, just adapting to the new normal, I guess. But uh, got the whole neighborhood crew in on it, which is exciting. Uh, so next here is actually somebody I'd met recently, and uh, the guy's going by JK's. Yeah, he's a California native here, and yeah, we're definitely switching it up here. Um, yeah, I don't know, I like this style. It's very you know original too. So this is a uh, this next artist JK's. That's J K A Y Z E, JK's. I wonder if that's his biological name. Huh. Yeah, so uh, this is his, uh, looks like his latest song. What was it? Three months ago. It looks like this is posted three months ago. So I met this guy personally just a couple hours ago, and I was like, I don't know. It's amazing. There's still artists out there. All those people listening in, sitting back with a guitar and a marijuana cigarette. Coming up here in 420. Um, we got a special comedic guest coming in here in the next couple minutes, maybe 10 minutes. So we got a couple ex- other songs. Uh, this one's uh, by an artist JK's. This song is called Journey. Mutiny Radio. I got ice in my veins, love in my heart. Trying to bring the world together, wrap the last around the stars. I got spite on my brain, hate on my breath. I'm a knight and a king, so I pay my own checks. Finding peace beneath release, and my time well spent. Knowing every line I speak is a life better kept. Tell the stories of my people, passing scriptures to the next. When with glory conquers evil, breaks the cage across my chest. With my soul's wings stretch, call me little upset. Cause these fake ass rappers making money overseas. Hate loud, act despise. Now with no respect, fuck the jewelry, no arrest, fuck the jewelry, I invest, find your beauty, be your beast, let the blessings come next, for your eulogy ends, when your next perfect begins, so I'm back on my way, back in the lane, check out the check, my whole body insanity, acting the same, asking for change, surrounded by demons and zombies and therapy, this is your life, this is your journey, you ain't gotta lie, you ain't gotta worry, 
This is your life. This is your. This is your journey. You ain't gotta try. You ain't gotta lie. You ain't gotta hurry. Phone buzzing. Who your cousin? Getting into something, making people into what's it? Been struggling, really? I've been hustling. Y'all just taking notice. Numbers finally do it justice. Climb a summit while y'all trying to find a function. Every time I hit the stage, I find my aiming in your stomach. Made it plummet when she told you the truth. It was the auntie of your boy who just delivered the news. Used to plot the copper voice in the jungle sipping juice. Used to argue over toys and hold our breath at the pool. Only thing that's left to do, pick the stick or click the ooze. Fit every piece of ammo into your pack for school. After that, when it's through, hit the lick with your crew. Pay his mama's rent, pour a fit the henny and some deuces. Golden egg will get him through. It's true that you are just beginning. Choking down breakfast, can't finish your sentence when. This is your life. This is your journey. You ain't gotta lie. You ain't gotta worry. This is your life. This is your. This is your journey. You ain't gotta try. You ain't gotta lie. You ain't gotta hurry. This is your life. This is your. This is your journey. This is your life. And now I do the shit for the cure. 'Cause all these people talking will and hit the track and record. When if I did it, I implore. If you did it, you ignore. So it's hard to understand, but somehow I know I'm sure. 'Cause I know I'm meant for more. So I reach for all I got. Sad bitches feeling sad, and so they probably call the cops. 'Cause they snakes, rats, bitches, and they know that I'm dismissive to these hating ass niggas. If I want it, I'ma get it. And no, I'm not forgiven for the sins that I've committed. But I know that I'ma fix it, take your name, and then I finish. Now y'all. Is JK's wow? It's really fun to meet the uh, the artist before you actually hear or see the art. There's something that's really kind of cool and a different kind of um, angle to look at it. I don't know. I mean, for this whole lockdown thing, you know, I normally you know wearing a blazer mainly just because it's my purse and it's like where I put everything. But since this whole lockdown, I mean, it's kind of changed my whole thing you know wearing a tracksuit or something walking into a liquor store with a guitar i'm they're like hey can we check your guitar at the front I'm like i'm here every week and i'm wearing a blazer usually but because i was wearing a tracksuit then i'm in the questionable category like is this guy legit i don't know or this guy or girl or they or them is this person legit because they're walking around with a guitar i don't know you're in the mission district come on Yeah, so uh, we got a comedic guest that is uh, on the way, and um, I was, um, yeah, I mean, there's uh, there's so many really great things happening during this time. Maybe it doesn't seem that way now, but I feel like, you know, eventually when these venues start to reopen, 
that will look back on this lockdown as maybe maybe some good good memories here yeah so um so we have a comedic guest that is on the way we have tiki desk concerts this weekend um we are uh taking donations here we got a covid 19 um gofundme here you know um thank you for all your donations to everyone that has and uh thanks for tuning in um i was going to play a jazz band because i just want to switch it up you know i mean we just have a high energy rock and roll we got the lucy's we got the mr andrew and we got some um jk some little r&b i don't know that was a cool fusion i don't know but I, I met this person in real life before i heard their music so um there's a couple other artists here that i wanted to uh check out but um so everyone out there in quarantine land here four months later remember um had a comedian on the show back in january maybe the last week of january and there was that you know when the whole corona thing started remember talking about it like is this even real and to just watch everything happen so you know muni we're, we're still going we got the you know social distancing going we got the uh, outdoor comedy here at seven o'clock so you know we definitely adapted uh to everything but this is the one thing that has kind of stayed the same and it just seems like the whole world has changed around us very interesting yeah so um i uh i am going to play some dave brubeck this song and i've been getting a lot more into uh, ambient music there's something about it you know you're sitting you know back at your place for 24 hours a day you know maybe a lot of people out there you're just sitting back and i love high energy rock and roll i mean that's the kind of stuff i like but to switch it up and just have some some jazz or some you know some ambient music so we had um chroma c on the show in tiki desk a couple weeks ago and uh sid birdie another ambient musician uh, so that has been, uh, that's been fun. It's been fun. And so, um, I'm actually going to play a Sid Birdie song. That sounds great. Yeah. And so what's great about this is like, I don't know, it's a little bit more laid back. It feels like you're on opiates except with, without doing it. It's just a natural, like relax, relaxing, therapeutic thing. So this song is called Folk Alarm. It's a Sid Birdie mutiny radio.fm and we're going to be at 420 when this is over it's going to be exciting
Sid Birdie here, live muniradio.fm. Happy 420 to everyone out there, all those artists sitting back with a vegan blunt. We got a comedic um, singer-songwriter that is very close. Um, I have some uh, some live Dave uh, Brubeck for you until he arrives. Enjoy. Mm-hmm. 
that is some Bay Area jazz. Dave Brubeck was Bay Area guy. Can you believe that? Wow, he went to be a veterinarian. Yeah. Yeah, so we got the uh, our special comedic guest today, Josh Kahn. Um, yeah. Welcome. Welcome. This is the first time I actually had somebody in the studio since, I mean, I know we're 10 feet apart and everything. It's definitely a different thing. Yeah. Yeah. Don't panic. This is actually the first episode where we can officially announce that coronavirus is over. It's done with. <laughs> yeah. That doesn't mean don't wear a mask. But, um, and yeah, it's just kind of, uh, I feel. So I was at a friend's place and she, um, her and her, you know, her husband now. Wow, husband. That sounds kind of official. Um, they're big, huge Beatles fans, huge. And so I was there, uh, gosh, this is pre-lockdown, and I saw this Beatles, and so it was a John Lennon, Yoko Ono thing where it said the war is over. So I, rem I don't remember, I right, saw this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, that's what it feels like. That's what it feels like. I'm just, uh, that's what it feels like. Yeah, so when the war, it's like instead of saying the war is over, and so this interview that I saw with John Lennon, Yoko Ono, he had this, stamped to his head like a sign it said the war is over so i feel like that's what somebody needs to do is go into some big interview with like <laughs> well that's a john lennon yeah i think it's john lennon resolve and what, I what is it though Yeah, I think it will. It's evolving quickly. So um, a funny story, actually. I went and picked up this guitar um, last week. I actually was getting it for a friend, and I got there. So I live in Bernal, and I drove out to uh, the Richmond, and I went to go pick up this guitar, and I lowballed them as it was. But, I mean, I basically made a deal. I was like, hey, I'll give you 80 bucks for this guitar, and I won't waste your time. Like, I'll just go there, and I'll give you 80 bucks, and that's, like, I just, I'll take the guitar, and it's over with, you know? Um, so I went, I, I gave the guy 80 bucks. I noticed that the thing wouldn't plug in, but that's an easy fix. That's happened a million times, a million guitars you've had. Yeah. So, I mean, like I didn't, I didn't look at it as that it was that big of a deal. Um, but then like, cause I was picking it up for somebody and it was kind of broken, but I had already at the time, my, my word is my bond. Like I told this guy, I said, you know, it, it was a good guitar. I mean, look, at, I mean, like it looks sweet. Yeah, it plays totally fine.
I, yeah, so I, I personally like, maybe it's bad, but I, I'd like to be in the position of where if I were to break a guitar, like, you know, smash it on stage or something. Yeah, so it was funny because my, my, uh, my cousin is a big guitar nerd as well. I consider you a guitar nerd, and I mean that as a compliment. Um, I sent my cousin a picture of this. He said he thought it was a squire. And and I was like, no, it's a slammer hammer. <laughs> really, I didn't notice that. Cash, yeah. I'm no, gosh, that would have been better for him. Yeah, no. So, I mean, yeah, I'm just one of those old-fashioned people where I just feel like my word is my is who I am, and when I say I'm gonna do something, and so first off, this guy didn't get back to me right away. I sent him an email, and he didn't get back to. I think it was Craigslist, yeah. Yeah, so he's not getting back to me. So I'm thinking, gosh, you know, this guitar is the only thing that looks like worth getting, really. That's what I felt like online. I was like, that was the only thing. I feel like when I want to buy something, like, it, it has to, like, I have to feel it. Like, I have to. Yeah, so. um. Yeah, I know. So um, yeah, I was going to ask you. Yeah, so I got this in drop D, too. Yeah. That's what a broken guitar, you know. Yeah. It's in drop D. I could distort you, too, if you want to go metal. I thought it was hilarious. I thought that the whole video was really funny. Um, yeah. I don't know if you wanted to play a song live first or if you wanted to do the... Uh, it's up to you. This song is hilarious. I, I don't even want to talk about it because I feel like I'll ruin it. I'll spoil it. But I remember the first time I heard you play that song live.
Yeah, so I don't want to ruin it for you guys. I actually saw Josh play this song um, live here a couple weeks ago at an outdoor comedy, which we're doing also tonight at 7 o'clock here. Yeah, it's completely, everyone's 10 feet apart, wearing gloves, latex gloves. It's all social distancing over here. So I, the first time I heard him play this song, I was, I thought it was pretty clever. That was fun, yeah. So we are um, we are going to play this song. You could find um, Josh Khan in this uh, YouTube. We have a caller. I don't know who possibly this could be. Hold on a second here. Let me. Uh, I don't know. It could be. We could be getting solicited. So. JW Megawake Show. Hello. Hello, JW Megawake. Oh hi. Um, I'm not sure. I'm just calling because I wanted to see if there's an outdoor um, <laughs> show tonight. At You're actually TV. live on the radio right now. Oh there is, God. yeah. That's just awesome. Okay, Are you kidding sweet. me? Yeah, no, yeah. So 7 o'clock, we're doing the outdoor comedy. Um, it's socially distanced. Sweet. I'm sure you have a mask. We don't need to micromanage yeah. it. There was somebody who was trying to micromanage me here the other day. I was like, you know what? You're not, you're, I don't know. People tell you what to do. It doesn't really rub me the right way. Not not cool. All right, sweet. And then it's like bring your own beer. Yes. Whatever. And what do you? Wh- I'm trying to figure out because I know that you're going to be here at seven o'clock. So we, I want to, we want to know who you are. Um. Uh. Yeah. My name's Stephanie. Stephanie. Uh, I, I, I'll. Yeah. I'll be wearing <laughs> a black jacket. Okay. Good. I'm glad that you said that. Oh, is it a long black jacket? Uh. No. It's <laughs> like a regular one. I'm a cake fan. It's like Sorry. A regular. Guys. And I'll be wearing jeans and Converse probably. Converse and a black jacket. Okay. Yeah. And is it a stand-up? Like, is it an open mic, or, like, what kind of show is it? You want to talk to uh, the Pam Benjamin, uh, you can just DM her or something like that. But So at the station, of course, there's absolutely no drinking. But outside on the street, if you're just an audience member, it's absolutely bring your own beer. But we definitely don't invite people to drink at the station. That would be wrong. So. Okay. Yeah. Um, maybe an overshare, but yeah. 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 Well, but Stephanie, I'm just it was it, it was like nice to meet you, and you know, all those other people out yeah, there in yeah, Guam cool. too. Yeah. I mean, people. All are right. Listening. I'll see you guys soon. I'll see you then. All right. Take care. Bye. Mwah. Bye. What? <laughs> that was pretty funny. I just shat all over that. Like <laughs> I came yeah. in and and. Uh, stepdaded that whole thing. I was like, well, you kids. Well, that's, if you're going to drink in the basement, you got to stay here. Yeah, so I think that this actually might be a good time to talk about how you wrote this particular uh, song. Like, was it improv? Did you make it up one time, or did it slowly organically well, so right when everything hit and it was going all huge, uh, man, right when it hit and it was going all huge, uh, like, Everybody was writing all these Corona songs. There was like a thousand Corona songs out there. Um, and somebody beat Pam to the punch. She actually came up with with my, 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 my Corona. Like the instant that this all hit, like it just jumped out of her mouth. And I was like, my Pam, corona. I told her, I was like, we got to get together and record that and get it on the Internet before someone else does. And like the very next day, like I had been on the Internet for 20 minutes and saw it. So someone beat her to the punch with this. I have yet to see someone else who, who got to uh, – who figured out that you could make this Kinks song into a song about Corona? Uh, and it's called the Rona song, R O N A Rona. It's of course 
that's the joke. I'm giving away the joke that it's the kinks. But uh, we, we can play it and then talk about it here. But I just wrote it because I got nothing to do. <laughs> and uh, and I just want to make people laugh, man. Stand up or music or whatever. Here we go. Yeah. So uh, Josh Cunning, you find him on uh, YouTube here. And this is uh, their song, uh, Rorona? The Rona song. The Rona song. Here we go. Yeah, yeah crank it. Was this a huge mistake? I regret everything. Do I need to take you to the hospital? Probably. Alrighty. That's a fun song. Let, let, let it go for just a second because there's an after bit that a lot of people don't watch. Here it is right here. Dildos are not uh, essential items. Books for kids, yes, but dildos? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my dildos God. essential. I got to shout out my roommate, Jamie, for, for telling me about that Dude, guy. Dude, that's fucking hilarious. He was watching That'd be a great band this. name, Essential Dildos. Essential Dildos, dude. I'm down. You want to start the band? We can start That's it right now. That could happen. <laughs> I was actually thinking of some band names on the way because, I, I mean, uh, I don't know. I'm just doing a solo thing. I'm quarantining alone. I, th I think like if I had an, a friend of mine, Dr. Stryker, he's in the East Bay. His uh, roommate is part of his band, so that kind of 
works out pretty conveniently yeah, for them. Yeah, I mean, you can, like, be around and just kind of – because that's how creativity works. You don't just – everybody shows up and it's, oh, it's 5 o'clock, it's time to create. It's like, no, you need a lot of, like, kind of free play space in your brain. You might spend five hours having kind of free time and spend an hour of it actually sitting down and writing or sitting down and uh, doing whatever it is that you're doing. Maybe writing is more like that. Recording is a little more like get it done and punch it out. Um, but, uh, yeah. Again, recorded this on a 8-track, man. Like I, so, I, so I did this all like only using the gear that I had around the house because at the time it was like I, don't wanna, I didn't even want to order – like a pop screen off Amazon. You can see in the video really quickly, there's a shot of my mouth really close to the mic and there's a pop screen. <laughs> the pop screen is a, is a bacon grease strainer from the kitchen with a piece of uh, yoga pants stretched over it. Like I didn't order anything online. I stayed socially distanced from almost everybody in the, <laughs> in the filming of the video. But like I'm dressed to the nines, like in a mask and everything like that. So people just wanted like selfies and shit. I, who, who am I to say no to that? Come on. <laughs> I'm still COVID negative, so. Yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah. I was hanging out with a couple friends at a broken record off of Geneva. Yeah. And they had um, both had gotten tested for COVID and said it was a really painful. Yeah, they experience. jam a Q-tip up into your fucking brain, dude. <laughs> it's all right. I'll just die of COVID. Dude, they jam Not it up really. there like they're fucking looking for the goddamn holy grail man they're they're twisting it they they jam it way up in there and they twist it around all fucking hard i don't know maybe you, it's did like you do it me, yeah no me and my oh, girlfriend are both uh she she gets it done i got it done uh twice she gets it done more often than that because she works in like healthcare and stuff like that so she's around oh, a lot so imagine. she gets not yeah she does she uh not to toot her horn and everything honey if you're listening She's not listening. She doesn't love me. Um, Would you like some honey? <laughs> so funny. Um, yeah, there's this song, this new s- single that someone just came out with called Honey 2. Um, that's a great name. I uh, There was also somebody that came on the show a couple months ago, and they're from Texas, and the name of their band was Free Local Honey. Free Local Honey. Was the name of the band. California Honey Drops. Another uh, honey band. When is Honey... Honey just sounds always good to me. Mariah Carey Honey. Yeah, she's... I So I had dinner as far away as you and I are sitting right now. I had dinner this far away from from Mariah Carey. Like, face... And they faced me straight... Or they... Me and my girl were sitting down already, and they came and faced her and her entourage with, like, her right at me and i had to just avert my eyes the entire night uh and it was really uncomfortable i was i sweat a lot because i was sitting there under the glare of mariah and i just don't i don't like bothering people like that you know but uh and she would just and she was just coming off of that whole new year's debacle too so i was like she's in a mariah's in a sensitive place she don't need the josh con honey right now Ryan, there was this old uh, this Motown person. So I, um, you want to believe this? I started dating out of college, and now, like, gosh, that's like eight years ago. I'm aging myself a little bit. <laughs> um, but so she brought me back to meet her parents for the first time, Ooh. and he was an old Motown guy. So he had all these guitars laying around, and, 
and you know he had this Thunderbird bass guitar, and so I couldn't believe it. This guy put me on the spot. He's like, "Hey, I heard you play guitar. Play something." And so I started playing something, and it just went on for like twenty minutes. And then uh, <laughs> after I was kind of done, he had said in front of her mom and her said he said i wish i could make the guitar orgasm like that <laughs> and i'm just like well i guess that's the approval right there <laughs> he actually really said that that was a real thing <laughs> make the guitar orgasm like that i couldn't believe that that's metal <laughs> yeah it was when you make your guitar come yeah it was yeah, so I know we got this Slammer Hammer guitar here. We picked it up broken. We fixed it. Um, we did the, yeah. Yeah. We'll let you just have a little jam session here. Oh, no, no, no. What do you, what do you, do you, uh, um, it sounds sweet, man. That sounds like a fucking real strat. You know, it does have like the hot kind of wound pickups, you know, and it has the whammy bar. I know you have the whammy bar you can screw into it, and yeah. you, but it's not going to stay in tune when you get the whammy bar. You can get some spurzels on it, you know, yeah. you can get those lockdowns right there. And then when you put in the whammy bar, it won't go super out of tune. But for now, it's like you use it for like recording. Yeah, that's the way I usually do it, too. Yeah. Um. Shit, can I play? Can I play a song? Yeah, totally. This is in honor of baseball starting today. This is the first time in history that baseball has started in July. And with everything going on in the country, I thought I'd write this song in honor of what we really should be singing during the seventh inning stretch of baseball games from now on, like this. And now on, seventh inning stretch, you gotta sing this. Take me out to the protest, push me onto the ground. Buy me some milk to wash out my eyes. I don't see police ID on these guys that are pushing me into a Chrysler. This fascist state is a shame. For it's one, two, three times for Trump plan his fucked up. I'll be leaving and plan his We got some Giants fans out there, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, listening in right now. Dude, um, honestly, I, I'm an A's fan, and, you know. I saw I the mask, yeah. I don't like to say nice things about the Giants, but I got to say, Gabe Kaplan, my hat is off to you, to the Giants organization in general. And I want to point out that Ricky Henderson Field over in Oakland is the primary location to kneel during the national anthem in MLB game. Because back in 2017, my boy, Bruce Maxwell caught a fuck ton of heat and basically ended his career over that and some other shenanigans. Uh, Were there drugs involved? There was guns involved and, drug, oh, guns. and drugs probably, you know. But I think who, whenever there's guns, there's drugs involved too. I think that's pretty much the public perception. I, you know, but we're too quick as a nation to move to just fucking put somebody on trial in our own minds and call that good enough and, you know. 
Anyway, so this this catcher for the A's that has since been sent down and now plays in the Mexico League, Bruce Maxwell, he took a knee in 2017. Uh, they chewed him up and shat him out. And then now for Giants players to be taking a knee during the anthem, uh, I think is great. But it's an important thing to remember that, like, you know, some people are voting this way, some people are voting that way. I think the best solution is... Uh, you know, we want to all play baseball where everybody can stand during the anthem. So fix the problem, you know, whether you're right or left or top or down or whatever the fuck you consider yourself. It's like if the problem is fixed, you can go back to having your baseball. You know, I think that's a good argument for right wingers that, that are very anti and not allies. I'm like, dude, you want your sports games back? Shut the fuck up and change the laws. Defund the police. And then nobody nobody will kneel during NFL games or anything anymore if you just defund the police, right? Everybody yeah. will stand up. I think so, yeah. I um, I feel like, you know, with just something like that and how it happened, you know, when Colin Kaepernick, when he was taking a knee and, you know, why he was taking a knee and that whole thing, it's like, I never even thought that. Identified as Colin Kaepernick as being black. I just saw him as being, just being you know, a person. A, a I never great, yeah, a, pers- a great person and a good player, you know. Yeah, no, I never like even thought. I was that. much more absorbed with the character of how he came, you know, how he was a second strength, you know, and then came and got the spot, you know. It was like a Cinderella story of how he came up. That's what was attractive about his story to me. I didn't think about him being black until after he took a knee for sure. Yeah, like he, I was never just, he was just like a rag guy. There's something about sport. I don't know. I feel like, I don't know, maybe, maybe it's different. I mean, being in that position of being a professional athlete, I feel like, you know, same thing with music too. I I don't think if you're playing a professional sport that your teammates are thinking, oh, this person's like, you know, profiling you. No. You're playing the game and it's a competitive sport and everyone's in it to win it. Yeah. And you're a team. But like kind of, you know, taking a step back and, you know, Colin doing that it was kind of what I felt like with this whole coronavirus thing how it was all led it was all led by a, something that started the first thing you hear that's what the fire that's what started and this what it was with Colin Kaepernick and what he did somebody made it about the flag that it was that they were taking yeah, Neil like on the flag and that, and that it was against all of you know the military and everyone the millions of people that have died but it's not that is the wrong that's not what he was trying to do, but that's what they made it out to be like. And I was shocked that they did that. I actually don't even think it was the NFL. I think it was somebody else. Well, and here's what I have to say to those people. Media. Here's what media. I have to say to people that want to make it about like something that it's not, who want to take you know violence against people of color and make it about the military or make it about you know patriotism or not patriot. I personally think that to stand up for people of color in this clearly systemically racist system is the most patriotic thing that you can do but i am not you know not everybody agrees with that but so my biggest argument for them is like do you think you want to watch sports and you want to know that you're watching a good competition on a level playing field that's why like the astro scandal is so big and everything like that right but you want to know so you tell me everybody no matter what your political opinion is do you think that this doesn't affect your players of color on the field the ones that are kneeling, like you think that that's not something that they play with, you know, when they're out there on the field, that they're not worried about their families and, you know, and even themselves once they step off the field and are not in a uniform. So that's affecting their gameplay. If you really want to watch a good game, 
between athletes who are competing with the best of their ability, you want to give them a country where they can walk off the field and receive the same kind of dignity that they receive when they're in uniform on game day. You know what I mean? And they're not getting that right now. The numbers don't lie. So I think it's great what Gabe Kaplan did. I very much support the Giants for doing that. Um, but I am an A's fan. <laughs> yeah, so I'm an East Bay native, and um, I'm not sure if you are. I don't even know where you're from. I actually was born here. I now live in the East Bay, but I was born That's in the funny. city. Yeah, so I was uh, I was born in the East Bay, and I grew up a huge A's fan and a Niners fan, so I was one of those hybrids. I'm, yeah, we're the same. We, yeah, the same way. I, I was also raised on Jerry Rice and uh, Joe Montana. Are you an 80s you know. kid? Yeah, I was eighty. I was. I'm an '80s kid. That's that. You you got me pegged. We're the same way. No, I went and saw him at Candlestick a long time ago, and uh, you know that was the day. That was the golden age, man. Like in the, like '97, right? Or or not? Uh, ninety? No, ninety. Uh, earlier. Early 90. '90s. Yeah. Ninety. At ninety, they won a Super Bowl. Yeah. I think it was Steve Young, wasn't it? Yeah, Steve Young. I could be wrong. Joe I could Montana. be off in the years. I could be off in the years. These guys were the legends. And I it was a kid. I wasn't, I, you know, I didn't go, fucking go. I didn't follow the season and go to a ton of games. I just had the cards and just, you know, and love the guys and look up to the guys. And it's important, like, you know, whether it's concussions and that's the controversy or it's black lives and that's the controversy. People fucking pay attention to what their sports heroes do. So, yeah. So there's something about sports, I feel like, that brings everyone together. Whatever with Colin Kaepernick, and I feel like this is a great example of what happens with the media. They took him and what he did and made it into what they wanted it to be, or whoever it was. And it wasn't about kneeling on the flag. It was about using a you know platform to help systematic racism. And you don't even know the kind of bravery that that takes, how hard these guys work to get to the majors in whatever their sport is, and then to put that all on the line for that. Like, dude, you have bigger balls than anybody. And I'm just – anybody that kind of just unilaterally was like, no, fuck that, blah, the flag, or blah, whatever like that. I'm like, man, you got – dude, do something like that. Work your way up in the ranks to being like a general in the Army and then work for systemic change. Do that, and then I want to listen to hear what you got to say. But you're just like jacking off on Facebook being like rah, 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 rah. So it's like, come on. Yeah, who's, no. your, who's who's acting? Gosh, here? you know it's not even. I love Cap. I feel like even back then, that you know, Black Lives Matter to anyone else was just a bunch of you know people. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Black Lives Matter is. I mean, these Black Lives Matter protests. There's more. This isn't. This is about us. It isn't about. I don't know. I mean, have you been into any of these protests? It's insane. There's, I have, yeah. I, got, I think it I got could be construed, gassed. and I'm not because I live and was born and raised in the most liberal part of the country in San Francisco Bay Area. Yeah. I mean, so for me, I'm naive to that. You live in other places in the country, and um, I, I could see that maybe Black Lives Matter maybe was something before this whole thing had happened recently in recent events. Well, I mean, it's that – you know, it was it was something that it was just black people saying that they're black and that their lives matter. But it's so much more. It's more than that. It's like it's so many people have been education people have been, have been going towards this for a long time. Um, 
It's like, you know, people, it's like if you're a person of color, you've congregated in an area where there's lots of people of color for a long time because you don't want to be singled out by police. You know, it's like, I think that's kind of where, where things are going. That's why we got 46 million people in California represented by two senators and then 46 million people in about 30 other red states that are represented by, you know, almost on almost 50 times that many. I don't know numbers and shit like that, but anyway, um, this has been fun. I kind of think that people are not going to understand. The end of my video goes kind of very Black Lives-y. Like, it's all jokey-jokey pretty much up until a point. And then kind of when I bust out that face-melting guitar solo at the end, it all starts to get real Black Lives and real, like, you can kind of... You can see what my political opinions are more. So, anyway, a couple of people with cop and, like, blue stripe profile pictures have liked this and shared it, too. Which is hilarious to me that there's there's people who are cops somewhere that watched like the first half of this video, thought it was funny, and so have then shared it, and it had, the second half is all Black Lives. That's really great. Yeah. There's a second half. So was, I <laughs> just the bit at the end, just like after I puke when I come back in with the with the guitar solo. Was that solo. you? You had a man bun back then. I have it now. Oh well, you do. But it was hidden. Yeah. Man. You don't even know me. No, this has been cool, though. Like, it's been a cool way to get to know you. Like, J JW and I just met the other day. We jammed on guitar and just talked gear. Yeah. And said that we both liked the A's and the Niners. And we just knew it was a match made in heaven. Yeah. We, yeah. So the... Uh, it's interesting. So I go by the Candyman on the show, but I'm also J my, I'm JW Blunt. And so you're talking about how you got these, you know, blue people, folks, um, liking your YouTube video, yeah, which is hilarious. But I have a, so many people that are following me on Instagram and so, Facebook because they think that JW is Jehovah's Witness. Ah, and it's a real thing. I didn't do that. I didn't do it on purpose, but I got all these. Yeah. Wow. Jehovah's Witness Blunt. I wonder yeah. if there's some sort of Mormon handle that I can use and get all the Mormons <laughs> to listen to me. I was trying to figure it out. I was just, I thought they were all bots. <laughs> I was just like, what is going well, on? Well, but you know, let's just still, you know, send them links to your music and everything like that. Because that's, you know, they're, they're, that's views, baby. Like, I don't care if they witness Jehovah or they witness you. Candyman, it's fine either way. A view is a view. That's what I'm saying. So what was the band name? I'll have to listen. Yeah. So what was it's the band name? It's just a joke band name. It's just me. Uh, I'm going to change it every time I do a video. Like next time, it'll be like Josh Khan and. No, there was dildos. The... That was the dildo band name. Essential dildos. Oh, Essential Dildos. Yeah. Here's it, here's Essential Dildos <laughs> for songs. Is it drop D? You don't need a dildo. You need a children's book. You got to read to your kids about. Donald Duck and Captain Hook Don't get your dildo Don't buy no dildo on Amazon If you wanna know What drug I'm on It's fried prawns I don't know Really Thanks, fun. Gosh, you know what, you guys? I picked up this guitar for 80 bucks. Is that. 
Who played this? It's like 20 bucks because of the case, I'm telling you. Yeah, a lot. It's got a nice strap, like a nice cord with it and everything. Sounds I would have been stoked to come by that for 80 bucks, honestly. Yeah. So um, I got this thing I was going to show you. Um, So my my cousin, he's like my probably biggest mentor. He actually got leg surgery today. Um, Oh, hope he's all right. Which is strange. I mean, I can't imagine what he's going through, so... I thought maybe this we could listen to this podcast back. Yeah, so I got this K-Oscillator. So this is getting kicked at, kicked back. Yeah, so I'm making these noise right now Dude, here at BDRadio.fm Lab. Beam me up, Scotty. Yeah, so we got a little beat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, wonder, I thought you were gonna go. Doo, 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 doo. Doo, 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 doo. This, this is like a, um, I mean, it's primal. It's primal, baby. So do, does it have like a bunch of different settings and beats on it? Or is it just that one like kind of horse gallop? Because that's rad. Um, horse gallop. I think that's a perfect way to describe doop, doop, it. Doop, doop, doop. Yeah, there's a bunch. Yeah, there's some wacky stuff. And I could mess with the. Uh... Oh, I wish I had something ready to go for this. Because this is fantastic. This is improv meeting radio. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. I feel I like just, yeah. So so I basically, should. what it is I think all the listeners, you know, in listening, so we're kicking back here in the MutantRadio.fm lab here, twenty first in Florida in the Mission District. We're in an underground radio station, playing some. Yeah, I don't know. Some wacky. Yeah. So I'm sitting here. I'm quarantining alone. I don't have my. Bro- I don't have any roommates. 
And so to have a roommate, maybe a band member, it would make sense. But I've been nerding out with this chaos layer, everything that you just heard right there. Who needs so, a roommate when you got that thing, man? You I don't, don't know. Need... I feel like Madonna. That thing is better. That's basically like having a drummer and a theremin player in your pocket. That's the coolest thing in the world. Don't don't leave that lying around me. I'll get drunk and steal it. <laughs> I would do it. Um, yeah, so my... I was getting kicked in the round back in someone's closet for years. Year, decade. This thing was 90s, 1990. This is a, yeah. I want it, man. It's analog. Okay, I guess I'll, I'll try to play uh, I'll try to play one more song here before I get gone. Oh, wow. Yeah, I don't know. This two hours goes by pretty quick here. Are you until 5 or 6? What's up? Um, I got until like 5.45. No, there's no rush. Yeah, we just... Hang okay, out cool. I thought you were going at five. I was like, we're going over. No, we're good. Got Josh Kahn here, MutiRadio.fm. So, um, we do all these open mics at parks and stuff, right? You yeah. had that one at DeBose Park. I was yeah, going go to go to Yeah, we did DeBose yesterday. It was actually I great. Saw a picture for that. That was people, hilarious. You know, there's plenty of room for people to social distance. People came. They listened. They enjoyed. Uh, you know, nobody called the cops this time. Um, so we just do it randomly. We do it at random every week. We don't. Uh, we're we're doing gorilla pop up mics in the park. So one thing I notice in the park is uh, there's lots of pigeons and there's lots of squirrels, right? And uh, so I decided to make sure that people don't get corona. Uh, I went around. I, ch- I I got every single pigeon and every single squirrel and I wiped them down with uh, disinfectant wipes, uh, Clorox wipes, Windex, hand sani. Fed a lot of uh, fed a lot of squirrels, and just to get them to come over so that I could wipe them off with some hand sanitizer and stuff, just to protect my people and my mics because I want to make sure that <laughs> everything is really safe. And one of the ways that you do that is uh, you hunt down every single one of the animals that could be carrying COVID in the park, and you sterilize them. And that's so that's what I did. So I wrote did this song. Did you capture song. them? Okay. Did I capture them? Um, well, let me let me t- let me tell you about that because this leads into the song that I want to play is because um, I want to play this song. It is dedicated to all the squirrels that I met in the park the other day. Okay, here we go. Squirrels. Squirrel, you really got me now. You got me so I don't know where my sandwich went. Please show me your two front teeth. I only want to feed you acorns from my hand. Squirrel, you're little brown and cute. You got a fuzzy tail that's blown and curly, yeah. Oh, squirrel, you really got me now. You're gonna hide some nuts for winter. Hide nuts in your tree. 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 So don't trust squirrels, basically, is what I'm saying, because you don't. Squirrel can still give you COVID. You're not gonna believe this. I have so many squirrel stories. So I, uh, <laughs> I was with my cousin, the one that's actually getting bad at surgery uh, for his legs. Yeah, he actually. Yeah. So, anyways, I was with a uh, um, with him and his friend. He got this old, you know, one of his friends. He got this old Oldsmobile, and um, he said that he could stop the car in 15 feet going 65 miles an hour. Right. I said, No, you can't. And so what he did is that he had to prove to me, and we're talking about like 16-year-old. He had to prove to me that his car could stop 
and 15 feet going 65 miles an hour. So you can imagine what that was. It was a bunch of smoke from the brakes and the, the, the tires well, yeah, and the asphalt. Yeah, that's such a heavy car, too. I mean, that's yeah, all steel it's huge. car. It was just <laughs> – it was ridiculous. Well, I'm talking about so much smoke, you wouldn't even believe. Yeah. And so my cousin – I'm sitting in the back, and my cousin's sitting in the, the passenger seat – if everyone is looking at us like, what the fuck? <laughs> my cousin, my cousin yells out the window. He says, "Squirrel!" <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, like uh, the dog in the, uh, in that, in up in the bay. Squirrel! Yeah! It was a red light. It was it's squirrel. squirrel. Oh my god, it was so funny. <laughs> no, I got a squirrel story. I actually got a real squirrel story. My baby mama. Um, this was back when my kid was like two or one or something like that. He wasn't in the car, thank God, but she swerved to not hit a squirrel and ended up flipping her car, like going over this embankment and flipping her car like six, seven times. Uh, she's still alive? She's well? fine, yeah. No, she's fine. She was fine. Car was totaled. Um, but I was like, man, hit, just hit the fucking squirrel, you know? Like, what's the... <laughs> God damn. Wow. Yeah. I mean, this isn't a squirrel... Yeah, this isn't a squirrel story, but it's um, similar to the whole being like live animals on the road and trying to get hit. So I was driving a convertible smart car back in um, 2009, and um, I was at my friend's place in um, Alamo, actually. And, and so Stone Valley Road is this really – and this road in the East Bay where it's just dark and there's not lit and it's foggy. And I had taken a bong load actually right before I got on the road. Uh-oh. And so I'm driving a convertible smart car. And uh, I didn't see this deer until it was two seconds away from me, and it made eye contact. It was a full-on mm-hmm. buck. That's always how it happened. And I ran over it like it was a like a squirrel, basically. But maybe if I wouldn't have had that bog load before maybe I got on the road, I only feel better. comfortable talking about this now because it's years later. But um, if I didn't have that bog load and I and I saw the deer before I did, that I may have potentially did something similar and rolled off the road and flipped it three times do you but, think um, we actually came to your defense here that you being, yeah being think, stoned may, may have saved your life here yeah see there's no way to quantify that they don't have that statistic out there how well, many people just like you know stonedly crash right into animals rather than killing themselves you can never say uh thank you for the accidents you don't get into you know what i mean yeah so there's a bunch of fur in my my car i mean like when i hit it there's yeah. all this fur left over and I had a, you know, I mean, it was enough. It was a huge deer, and it was a buck. I got lucky this yeah, was with a smart car. car. Yeah, it could so, have come right up and, and into your windshield. And so I felt safer driving that car after that had happened because what it is and what a smart car is is just basically a roll cage, and so there's no hood for there was no hood for the deer to go on top of, so it went underneath it somehow um and so what had happened was did you drive away from it were you did it fuck the car up oh it fucked up the car good yeah but you were able to drive but i mean because i had had a bong load and maybe you had a glass of wine or something you just kept driving maybe a beer no i I pulled over to the side of the road because it was pretty yeah i mean i hit this thing full on and it was a little smart car like a full on deer and a little smart car and so i surprised you're alive man that's i felt that car is safe yeah so i pulled out to the side and there's all this fur and all this stuff that's all over my car. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I had a bong load and I had maybe, a, you know, a beer or a glass of wine or something. So I didn't want to call the cops and be like, oh, yeah, I hit a deer. Like, and then I'm kind of under the influence of – I was safe to drive. I actually felt I was safer than if I would – if I, yeah. That's I'm hoping bad. they don't just bust in here and take you away for this right now for murdering this fucking poor deer. 
I don't know if it it probably it does. sounds like this was premeditated that you you had something against the steer that this deer like owed you some money steer fucked your girlfriend or something like that and you decided this time time to fucking end it so what i did is i tried to do the right thing because of the animal i was concerned about more than my car believe it or not i'm not a vegan or anything but i uh i was more concerned about the deer than i was my car because i felt bad and so what i did is i went out i parked my car on the side of the road this foggy road not very well lit and i could hear the crunching of leaves and it sounded like a bunch of deer and so basically what it was is I wanted to make sure it wasn't on the, like the road, too. If it was on the road. Right, and going to cause an accident Yeah, else so there too, was all these so. things. Cause I'm a, That's good of you. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, like, like, yeah, I'm good. I killed it, but I'm also almost going to take responsibility for it. So Yeah, so I, I didn't end up calling the cops. I ended up uh, – and this is a true story. This actually really happened. But, um, yeah. Yeah, I hit a um, I was in squirrels. A, I was in a Saturn when I hit a deer. <laughs> I hit I hit a deer with my girlfriend at the time was in the car and we hit a deer in my Saturn wagon, and she's vegetarian and cried all the way. I mean we, and basically it was the same thing. If I had swerved to the left, I would have hit this oncoming car, and there was actually a tow truck a few f- feet down the road from where we were. So if I'd have done anything other than hit it, you know, it could have spelled trouble for either her or I. Thank God we were fine. But so we hit it. We kind of hit it in the butt with like the right side of the front, and it goes limping off into the woods. She's crying. We're driving back from this, you know, curvy road. So she's in such hysterics that I don't want to upset her anymore. So I go to a drive-through car wash. The first thing that I can find when we come back to town, and I feel really bad for the deer too at this point. Um, and then I got out and saw what it had done to my car, and then I felt a little. I still felt bad for the deer, but I felt a little less bad because like it fucked up my car yeah. and what what was bewildering to me was i opened the hood of the car like to try to because it had demolished everything so i was just trying to see if it did anything with the engine open the hood of the car and like a rug's worth of deer hair came out of like under the hood and like in the engine where it had got hit <laughs> like it was like a fucking cloud of like deer hair and dander and fleas just fucking came out of this thing and like blinded me and my girlfriend's still sitting in the car like crying and I was like honey I don't feel so fucking bad for that deer anymore fuck that deer I fucking hope that deer's dead I hope that I mean yeah I don't know I'm a, I'm not a vegetarian I don't I, I, I don't I don't harbor ill feelings towards animals I think all life is beautiful so yeah so I uh I wanted to see I wanted to personally invite you to a Tiki Desk concert this weekend fuck yeah I'm there um and I wanted to play you gosh I have so many windows open here in the, the meeting radio lab so this band I don't know I like to consider myself a comedic singer songwriter as well but I think you're it's more obvious with you and that you're I don't know I don't know if people could tell that I'm joking when I'm singing a song <laughs> Maybe you know, I just like to upset people sometimes, too. Laughs aren't the only thing that's out there. Yeah, so I, I'm i having Mr. Andrews, um, or Mr. Andrew, and a couple of... So this is a, this is a song, and I think that you will love this song. Play it. Um, it's called When I Get Lonely. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. 
Yeah, so this is actually is not me. Um, that's so funny. No, this is Mr. Andrew. Yeah, so I feel like there's definitely some similar. I actually, yeah, Mr. I, I feel like I do have some similar. Yeah, we have some. I don't know. We're all San Francisco. We're like hummingbirds, right? We're just inspired by all the stuff around us or whatever. But um. Yeah, so having them play, I have another band play, playing called The Lucy's. But um, I figured I'd let you play another song if you want to play another song, and we could close it out with uh, some The Lucy's. Oh, oh. If you're in the mood to play another good song. No, 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 I want to hear The Lucy's. Oh, you want to hear The Lucy's? Yeah, so, uh, gosh, I met them at Mercury Cafe back in, like, January before this whole fucking lockdown. It was crazy. It seems a little bit symbolic that um, we're at a bar or a cafe called Mercury Cafe, and it's like a different planet, and then the whole world changes. Wild. What are your biggest influences on guitar? boring a really boring list of classical not classical of classic rock greats you know your chuck berries and your um i'm trying to think like somebody more progressive but i really don't i just play like an old man kind of fucking david gilmore guy myself like (laughs) i don't play no i mean i like i love you know i love like johnny greenwood and stuff uh too but i was just brought up on the classic rock teat so i end up playing like Paige, you know, Paige is pretty much it for me. Like, I don't me think too. you get a lot better than that. Um, Paige Hendricks and uh, Paige Carlos Hendricks Santana, and those are my three number one. Yeah, and Santana is, you know, Santana's fantastic because it's, it's a great place for, like, guitar players to start learning how to play leads once you, like, have, you know, control of your basics and everything and, you, and you, your scales and everything. You want to start, like, really playing some leads play Santana because it's not about his technical wows. I mean, Santana didn't do the things that Jimmy did, play with his teeth and, you know, play on the back of his head and all that stuff. Santana is just about, like, the passion. And it's almost as much about what you don't play as what you're playing. Have you ever seen Carlos Santana live? I've never seen him live. I played. He's like a dark prince. He is a prince, man. Or uh, I played in a... wild. He's got this mystique about him. Well, you know, and he came up playing in strip clubs. That was his. That was his <laughs> training. Was he played uh, lead guitar in strip clubs? And so I'm like, yeah, of course he's fire. He knows exactly. You know, he was trained to play by the shake of a woman's badonka donkey, and so he knows the exact right rhythms for how to shake it. You know, that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. little fixer upper guitar that sounds like it sounds better than a strat mutiny radio fm we got a, a gofundme um covid19 gofundme 
Thank you for all the support. Yeah, thank you for all the support. You know, you know, and we're definitely tough times. You know, we were on a shoestring even before. So um, anything, you know, out of the goodness of your heart, you know. You uh, can do it, man. You can do it. You got you got change in the cushions. That you yeah. can. You don't want a world without Every pirate radio, counts. man. Every Everybody can. Counts. Every pirate. Pirate radio is particularly important. You don't want a world without pirates, man. Think about that. Everybody's got all their eyes and legs. No one has scurvy. Nobody sings sea shanty. What are you going to do when there's no more pirates and no one sings sea shanties anymore, man? That's what's on the line here. Shanties. All right? Donate shanties. to Mutiny Radio. Do it Mutiny now. Radio. We love you. Yeah, so we got an exciting. Um, we got the uh, outdoor comedy at 7 o'clock. We're having Tiki Desk concerts this week. We have Mr. Andrew and uh, the Lucy's. Um, and we're about to play Lucy's song. This uh, is their latest single. It's called Honey. I don't know. I mean, like, let's hear this. Honey yeah, basically I'm, just I'm sounds good all the time. Lucy's. Yeah, here we go. The Lucy's live here at MediaReader.fm. They got the look that'll make you sell your soul. Mr. Andrew. We're no, so it's Tiki Desk concerts. We got a rooftop tiki bar. Um, yeah, explain this to me. Yeah. God, how this all evolved. Yeah. That was hot though. That was a hot track. 
That is a great track. I can't and wait. it's not like Lucy, like, Lucy, you got some splaining to do. It's Lucy's, like, when you buy an individual cigarette for 50 cents or whatever it is on the corner. But Lucy's. It's not like, it's not like, Lucy, Baba It's not that type of Lucy. It's Lucy, like, L-O-O-S-E-Y-S. Again, like, if you don't live in an urban area, you don't know, but you can go to the liquor store and you can buy a single cigarette off of the guy at the liquor store. I don't know what the rate's gone up Lucy. to now. It's yeah. been a while since I bought some Lucy's, but I'm good, fixing to go out and buy this Lucy's album, and that'll be good enough for me. Yeah, so they got the music video there. Yeah. So we're going to be live streaming that at 1 o'clock. Cool. We're looking forward to that. I remember when I told, yeah, my plays, when I got my plays, maybe four years ago, I was living in the Tenderloin for four years before I got to my plays. T-loin? Yeah, I was living in the TL. I heart the TL. T-loin? And, uh... Gosh, yeah. So I found this place. My landlord's from a different country. And they said uh, on the on the subject line, it said one-bedroom, large private desk, like a desk that you sit in. Hmm. But they meant large private deck. Ah. And they were calling where I live Bernal well, Heights. Better. They're calling where I live Bernal Heights. You know where El Rio is? They're calling El Rio Bernal Heights. Yeah, really. What the fuck? I was, I was like Bernal Mission. So between the private desk and them calling where I live Bernal Heights – I thought for certainly it was a scam. I must have been the only person to show up with a provable income and a credit score to get this place. And but there's so much space. There's I I don't even know what I'm doing with all those space. I'm one person. So, um, yeah. Let's let's party. We have the upstairs seating. I idiot. I would say for lack of a better word, I idiot proofed the roof so nobody could fall off. You would have. I mean, like if there's a will, there's a way. But nobody's going to be able Nobody to fall off Nobody could fall room. off by accident. You'd have to want to You'd have to, like, want to drop. In which case, that's not your fucking fault, man. You know, like, if somebody just wants a high surface to jump off of, like, you're not going to stop them. We live in the Bay Area, man. You know how many bridges there are around here? You ain't stopping that motherfucker. If he's resolute and he's decided that this is the way out and he wants to, he wants to better humanity by breathing a little bit less air, then, you know, I say, go ahead, bro. <laughs> Oh my God, man! Yeah, you wouldn't just not off of your roof during your thing. Like, go do it somewhere else, please. There is no way that anyone could fall off this roof, and I'm so excited. I mean, it's also we're live streaming at one o'clock, so how wasted could it be? You gotta be drinking. Yeah, you'd have to be drinking at like seven in the morning. Yeah, so I mean, people aren't gonna be as, you know, wasted, and that's a big part of the reason why I'm doing it in the afternoon. Well, I got the neighbors in on it. Yeah, it's hard. It's it's interesting though the amount of stuff, whatever it is, whether it's you know house parties or events like in parks or things, the uh, the kind of duality of having it during the afternoon or having it at night, and then people come home and they get annoyed. Like, it's been really interesting. I'll say that if nothing else about this whole Q team, is that it's just been super interesting seeing everybody's response to it. I think everyone's learning a lot about themselves and about their neighbors and about their communities so in that way it's positive and i'm always looking for that fucking silver lining baby because i'm all about the positivity not the covid positivity just the energetic spiritual positivity that's what i'm all about baby God, check yeah. me out at josh con comedy josh con comedy it's k-h-a-n not the not a six millennial or a six century old rapist but a half jewish asian comic 
half Asian Jewish. That seems pretty uh, a good yeah hybrid. You think it would be a good hybrid, but it's not. It's fucking. I have a, uh, I have an Asian amount of dick, but a Jewish amount of skin coverage. So. That's hilarious. It's, it's, it's not as hilarious for you. It's not for me. I heard of, you know, one of the comic writers, whiskey dick joke. I think she's actually here right now. That's hilarious. I think she is too. I think I can see her right now. Yeah. Fucking hilarious. Thank you all for tuning in and listening in. MediaRadio.fm, JW Mega Wake Show. The Candyman, yo. I really am a real candy man. That's the crazy thing about him. He seriously, he will sweets. He will purvey sweets to you. We got the Tiki Desk concerts this Sunday. We got an open. Uh, we have an outdoor comedy at seven o'clock. So come on by, Florida and Twenty First. Mask. Bring a folding chair. We got a mask. Free, constitutionally protected, free jokes. Have you ever seen Jim Carrey the mask? Remember that? Smoking. Carmen Diaz, Cameron Diaz. Cameron Diaz. That's what this whole thing is. It's just, it's like that. I'm just looking for my mask. (laughs) I found it. We all wear a mask, Mr. Ipkiss. Oh, yeah. And um, Music City Rehearsal, they got got some lockdown sessions going on. Um, Actually, as we're talking right now. So that's cool. I'm sure they have a podcast, too. We got some, we got some good stuff coming your way y'all um got an uh open mic here at six, six o'clock joke and then we got workshop. the joke yeah. workshop and then we have uh the outdoor comedy so keep on tuning in it's gonna get even more exciting hell yeah and it's free but you can't donate you can donate um you can donate covid19 gofundme or you could um, Venmo Mutiny Radio, just Mutiny Radio, at Mutiny Radio. Or you could just head down here and showmate and just put a couple of bucks in the jar. That's also one way to donate. Why not? Yeah. Showmate. This live streaming thing is, is interesting, you know. Cool. Well, we'll see you next week. JW Mega Wake Show. Josh Kong. Thanks for having me. Yeah.
This is back to back. Yo, what's up, back to backers? This is Willie Joy. Welcome to the show. This is back to back. This is my podcast. You're listening to it. I hope you're doing well. I hope you're feeling all right. I hope things in your life are progressing in in any way at all. You know, sometimes quarantine life, it just starts to feel like Groundhog Day. This is one of those days where I'm losing my mind a little bit. Uh, I'm sure a lot of you out there can relate to that. We're all figuring out a, a new way to live in this reality together. I always love coming and getting to talk to you guys and to connect with everybody out there. That makes me feel much more grounded. And I really loved getting to talk to today's guest. I've got Kurian on the show. I love her music so much. It really takes me to a happy place for me. And Kurian's been releasing a lot of it lately. She's got brand new collabs with Motez and Spencer Brown. And she just released her brand new remix for Trivecta, which came out on Seven Lions Ophelia Records uh, just last week. The collab she did with Spencer Brown, I also really love. It's called What You Feel. I am playing that on my SiriusXM radio show this week, which is back-to-back radio. That airs every Wednesday night at 9 p.m. Pacific on Diplo's Revolution, which is Channel 52 on Sirius. So if you've got Sirius, go check that out. Uh, I spent a lot of time on these mixes. They're they're really good, if I do say so myself. So I want everybody to go and be able to check them out. You can sign up for Sirius for free right now. So smoke them if you got them, I guess, referring to Sirius XM and listening to my mixes. Go do that. Okay, so Korean has also been adjusting to these new quarantine times like I was talking about earlier. Uh, she's been doing a ton of Twitch streaming, playing lots of DJ sets for the people, I think maybe doing some production as well. Uh, there's going to be a link in the description of this episode where you can go check her out, follow her on Twitch, grab all her new music. Everything Kurian is going to be in the link. Also in that description, you'll find a few more things. You will find the link to come join the back-to-back Discord. I want you to come join up. I want to chat with you. The back-to-back Discord is my server. It's my chat. I'm in there every single day. We've got a great community of people We're talking about our favorite music. We're talking about what's going on in our lives. We are swimming in fire memes. And if you're an aspiring music producer, songwriter, there's an area where you can post what you're working on, get feedback, and connect with other producers. And just in general, man, it's a great time. So come join the Discord. The link for that is there. Also in the description are some links to some excellent social justice organizations. You know, this is a community-minded show. I 
always encourage uh, everybody, my guests, myself, all the listeners of this show to get involved with your community. That community is what makes dance music great, and we should all be invested in making it better. So whether you're able to just follow them and keep up to date with what they've got going on, whether you can sign a petition or send something interesting to a friend or a family member, or even donate a little money if you have something to spare, these are all... the wake to the other side ride the wake to the other side playing my guitar like a brown eyed girl playing my guitar like a brown eyed girl I'll be soft I'll be gentle, I'll be sweet and sentimental. I'll string you up, I'll strap you down, I'll pick you up, we'll go down to Chinatown. Ride the wake to the other side, ride the wake to the other side. I'm playing my guitar like a brown eyed girl, playing my guitar like a brown eyed girl. Rocket ship to Mars and Uranus. We could walk up the street, pretend like we're famous. Get down in the TL, down in the Tenderloin. Tenderloin Beach, ride the wave, ride the wave. Ride the wake to the other side. Ride the wake to the other side. I'm playing my guitar like a brown eyed girl. Playing my guitar like a brown eyed girl. Ride the wake to the other side. Ride the wake to the other side. I'm playing my guitar like a brown eyed girl. Playing my guitar like a brown eyed girl. I'm soft. I'll be gentle, I'll be sweet, sentimental. I'll clean you up, I'll plug you in, I'll get you up, I'll kombucha up medicine. Ride the wake to the other side, ride the wake to the other side. I'm playing my guitar like a brown eyed girl, playing my guitar like a brown eyed girl. Ride the wake to the other side, ride the wake to the other side. I'm playing my guitar like a brown eyed 